Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Daja. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. So yeah. we literally were just talking to each other about um, how we like to get guests on and we like to have like informative episodes, but sometimes just having the episodes where we just chat about our lives and are more down to earth, we really enjoy filming these types of uh, podcasts. And I know that these are the type of podcasts that you like listening to yourself, like personally, yes. right, Cheryl? Um so that's what we're going to do today. We've got a couple of things that we've pre-spoke about that we're going to talk about. But let's just quickly start with like our weeks. Well, you've had a quite a big morning, actually, haven't you? Yes, I um, took <laughs> the little one to the doctor because mm. she's got a really bad cough. And I think I'm getting a cough, but I'm not sure. Like I went to the doctor and he's like, oh, allergies. He gave me some allergy tablets to take at morning and night. So I've mm. taken one now. But yeah, it's been just hectic because Alec is not here. He's gone out for a ride and usually yeah. he helps me out in the mornings and I I, I really needed a sleep in. Like I sent you a message saying I'm going to go to bed for another one hour yeah. because of work's just been so hectic and I just needed that extra hour or two. I think, I don't know how long it took me to get out of bed this morning. Poor Kira's like, I'm hungry. I want milk. I want this. I want that. I'm like, just get it yourself. <laughs> gosh yeah. please oh, bless her. how's your morning been yeah the same like when you messaged me I was still in bed um and then I was just like yeah I I need to relax because we're struggling with Jack like I was saying to you earlier he's been a bit difficult to feed he doesn't like to feed in the like in in your arms he kind of wants to be upright he's just a really gassy acidy acid like reflux baby so it can make feeds a bit difficult um but I shouldn't complain because he's a good baby and you came around yesterday and you saw him and Cheryl mm. got to give him a little feed and then we went out didn't we yesterday yeah. I took Cheryl to there's an outlet mall in Taoyuan near my apartment and then you'd never been before mm -mm. so it was really really nice and any mums out there it got us thinking about what we should talk about today but any mums out there like if you have the time and you have a mother-in-law that can have or a husband that can stay at home go out just yes. go out with your friends because I had a lovely day I didn't worry at all about Jarvis all day I knew he was at home with Colin and I was so excited when I got back I was like, oh going back to my family and it was like coming <laughs> in and I gave my baby a hug and like I fed him and I was like this is so nice like you really need that time away yeah you know even at I one stage you, you were like I forgot I even had a baby <laughs> yeah and it yeah. was nice and I know people are like why would that be nice because it's stressful we all know that it's hard and I said to you in the week didn't I like oh and um, bring Kira we'll take her to this toy shop and we'll do this and we'll do that and then you sent me a message and you were like well actually I would quite like to have a child-free day as well yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah and then let's have a child-free day it was really nice I really enjoyed that but it did yeah. get me thinking what if I didn't have a husband at home or family that could help. Yes. Like there's people out there that are single mums and single fathers yeah. that don't have that help. And I just think, oh my God, that is nonstop. So today that's kind of what we wanted to discuss, especially as we both come from a fam from families with single parents. Yeah. So both of us. Start? Yeah. 
Yes, my mom was a single parent growing up, but I had it very different to yours. I will, yeah, you know, every my mom was on the podcast. She's very work driven, so I did have Mabel and my grandma helping to raise me. So who's but Mabel? Mabel is my nanny growing up. I've, she's been with my family since I was nine months old. My daughter's name after her is Kira Mabel Gates because she's just had such an impact on my life. Um. And she still looks after my brother's kids now. So she's going to retire in two years time. And I think, I hope that she will always invite us to see her as often as possible. But, you know, you're not going to force anything. She treats me like I'm her daughter. But what I mean is, you know, once you go away from work, you don't want to keep on like revisiting it because mm. she just wants a break, she said. And... She did tell me I should come stay with her on her farm for holidays and Kira will love it. And Aww. I said, I will. Um, and I always had women raising me. So I have no male influence except for my brother. And my brother's 12 years older than me or 11 years older. I'm not sure. And he, when I was in high school, not high school, maybe elementary school, later on, grade three onwards, he did a lot of the disciplining at home because my grand got really old. And so she just was bedridden. And for most of my childhood and my teenage years, my grand was just, you know, would would demand things from her bed and tell us like how to do stuff. We, mm. we wouldn't really do it. We'd just say, yes, yes, we'll do it. And so my brother became the disciplinary person at home because he saw that I was just like the only child at home Mabel of be, course for people that don't know there's a big age gap between you and your brother also yeah. isn't yeah, yeah 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 quite big so you know he does that and he was only doing it because I was very nerdy at school so I wasn't very naughty but I think I needed the structure and so he would mm -hmm. help me with homework his friends actually always helped me so yeah and my mom would you know come once every once or two times a year I'd see her but she didn't want to be the bad face so in Chinese we have like the bad face and the good face and she said that she'd rather me see her and like her but she would say to my brother or to Mabel like I don't like this so you have to do it like this yeah. so I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that all these things were coming from her I just would see her and she'd be like really nice and and loving and Every time I tell her that I didn't like something, she'd be on my side. Meanwhile, she's probably she was probably not on my side. She just mm -hmm. didn't want to be the bad guy. And then my brother would be the one. I understand that. That makes yeah. sense. But I would say then it's fair to say that your mum didn't really experience like a single mum life because she had a lot of help around her. She had a lot of help around her like at home. But my mum wasn't home um, like to experience it does that make sense like yeah, she was yeah. working a lot but financially my mom did everything on her own so my so mom she wasn't got nothing because a lot of single moms struggle with um child care finances all of yeah. these sorts of things whereas she had all that in check but the attentive kind of being okay so with me yes with my brother is a different story. My brother's much older. Uh -huh. So she was a single mom with my brother and she had him with her all the time. So my mom always says she feels really bad because my brother really got that one-on-one -on -one attention with my mom, went with mm. her everywhere. My mom was struggling financially with my brother. And then when I came along, my mom was doing great. So she just yeah. put 
work first. But so, she did what she had to do, right? To yeah, and she and she said guys. like she didn't. You know, you never when as a parent, you never know that you're not doing the best. You know, I didn't have emotional support, but I had a lot of financial support from my mom, and then. Mm but I did get a lot of love from, you know, my brother and stuff, but it's like, how do I say it's different type. And Mabel was not like someone that will like hug and kiss you and cuddle you. She was very African. So, you know, mm -hmm. she, if she has a broom and you piss her off, she will whack you with the broom. <laughs> yeah. It's just how yeah. it was. <laughs> right. But yeah. Right. So my experience with my family is very different to yours that's what I was saying to you like so it's very different so different because my mom was the typical single mom she had my sister at 16 yeah. then she had me at 21 two different dads and she yeah. did try we had this conversation not long ago she was like I did try and make it work with these men it just it didn't work you know and um because I made a comment in the car I said that my son is going to be raised so differently to me because like we're quite comfortable financially um we're both together we're both in love we've got our own place like um I'm looking at education for him whereas my mom never had any of that and she was a bit offended and I was like you don't need to be offended by the facts mm. like it's not me saying that it wasn't a good thing that you did yes do. I'm saying you did what you did at the time because that's all you had at the time like you I'm 32 Am I 32 or 33? I'm 33 and <laughs> you were 21. There's a yeah. massive difference in age there, right? So also with your mum, your mum was older when she had you, wasn't she? Yeah, she was in her 40s. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, there's a difference there. And like for my mum, I think if she would have had the gumption to up and leave and go to South Africa and start a business or do something like that, she yeah. could have. But when you've got two kids and you're young and you had them young education has gone out the window and then um I think she relied a lot on my grandparents so I was at my grandparents a lot um and then she would go to work and basically just do what she could to make ends meet to get through it was never okay how can I make the most money to provide for my family it was how can I just get through this how survive survive yeah it was literally that so a completely different experience and now I look back I'm like oh my god having a newborn and a toddler and doing it on your own is not easy yeah but she did have really good support from my grandparents so they yeah. did help out a lot um I don't have that as much here because yes. she's not here and then we do have Colin's mum and stuff, but I just feel like baby's too young at the moment for me to kind of, especially with his feeding problems, a lot of people will just be like, oh, he's not hungry. And she said that to me a couple of times. I'm like, he is hungry. He's just not comfortable. And I'm, I feel weird. Like, oh, if I put my baby at your house, you're just like not going to feed him because you're like, he's not hungry. He's not hungry. It's like, of course he's yeah. hungry, you know? Um. So yeah, I do think we have completely different experiences growing up in terms of your mum being a single mum and my mum. What type of role did your dad have in your life? I don't know. I think you do was... talk to your dad. It's not like he's not I, um, So I talk to him now, but I never spoke to him before. My dad's someone, uh, you have to make an effort to talk to him. He's not going to make an effort to talk to you. But now I would go over to his home every year and my mum would ask me, would you like to go to Taiwan or would you like to go to Germany to see your dad and I always was like I want to go to Germany because you know I'm somebody I want 
if I know I have a sibling, if I know I have family that I've never met, I want to see them and connect with them. Like that's me. Not everybody's mm. like me. I want to see how they are. I want to mm. get to know them. So for me, I've always tried to, you know, be with my family as much as possible. But I've realized that, you know, I used to go and it wasn't really welcomed as I thought it was. I don't know how to explain yeah. that. Like, it just was more of a, I don't know, may, not a burden, but maybe, my, like, I just go and, like, disrupt their lives because I was just, like, you know, someone else. And when I'd go visit my dad, my mom would send me with money and everything. So I would stay with him. I have a very good relationship with my sister's grandma who mm -hmm. lived with them because my sister's got a different mom to me. And I get on very well. And she's lovely. She's always accepted me openly. And she's the one who looks after the family there. And my dad would just like be around because he worked as well. Just come home and, you know, dinner would be made and eat and, you know, set, interact with the kids a little bit and then start his day. And that's how it is. So I don't really have a bond like most family do with their dad. I won't like tell yeah. him things. And I... So Kira also, like for you then, Kira's going to have a completely different upbringing than what you had because obviously you and Alec are still together and living in, in Taiwan. Do you know what I was thinking the other day as well? I really think that because we've been in Taiwan for so long, seeing single parents is more shocking to me here. But when I go back to England, I have to be honest, most people are single. Like they've split up or they've broke up or they've divorced or they're not with the father anymore or they're not with the mother or whatever. But here, um, there was two people we used to work with. And we, when I found out they were single mums, I was like, whoa. Whereas in England, I wouldn't react like that. But here it's really rare, isn't it? Yeah, because it's like frowned raise... upon. It's like really, really something that people judge you for. Not that I judge, it's just people find out that you're a single parent and they automatically think and judge in a negative way. It's not like a positive thing. Like, oh, maybe, God forbid, someone's partner died or something, but they don't see that. They just like, oh, you're a single parent, so you must have slept around and got pregnant or something. You know, it's like mm -hmm. always a negative thing. I used to go for my scans and the first thing they would ask is, are you married? I'm like, yeah, but that shouldn't matter if I'm married or not. So that I happened to think... me, didn't it? Remember when I told people I was pregnant, even though I'm with, I was with my boyfriend at the time, my husband at the time, they're like, are you married? I was like, no. And then they were just like, oh, <gasps> it's just like, you don't always have to be married to have kids. Like you can do it the other way around. You know, people yeah. do that. It's not, it's but normal. it is really frowned upon here. Yeah. And you don't see many single parents. And if they are, they don't advertise it as that. Like, oh, I'm a single parent. I'm a single parent. You just find out, like, how we found out just by chatting to somebody and they feel comfortable to share that information with you. So for me, I just, I feel really bad because, you know, we complain so much at work about how much we have to do and and sacrifice and then yeah. and struggle after school, but we're a two-person partnership at home and then I yeah. hear that the person is a single mom and I've never heard her complain ever but maybe it's, yes it, you know so but saying that um they do get tend to get a lot of help from uh the grandparents right whereas you don't have that yeah. so like they'll either live with their mum or dad 
or um, their grandparents or their grandparents will be around a lot. So I do know in certain cases that we know they live at home with the grandparents. So it's kind of they get a lot of help and grandparents in Taiwan do love to help and they really get involved. Whereas if you're a single mom in England, I'm not saying all, but most people are not living with their parents and maybe getting the odd help like every Tuesday and every Friday they'll have the kids but throughout the week not so do you know who we should try and get on the podcast but it, it will be very difficult because of her schedule is my friend Chloe because she's currently going through a divorce and basically a single parent to two kids two toddlers one five one three or four I think there's only a year between them she got pregnant really quick um yeah, and I know that she struggles. Like, she struggles to just have a life, but she adapts. She takes her kids everywhere with her and just does everything with them. But then, you know, dating and... Everything's and just so having much time harder. To yourself. Yeah, just to be able to, like... You know, even for me to film this podcast right now, um, my husband's with the baby. Yesterday when we went out, my husband was with the baby. So it's nice that I have someone that I trust and that... Um, is happy to be around and do stuff, but not everyone has that. And some people are married and they don't have that. Yeah, there's one girl that we work with and she is a single mom to a little girl as well. And she is just does it all by herself. And I've, I asked her one day, wow. like, oh, where is your little one? with today because we have to work and it's not a school day. And she's like, oh, I asked my aunt, like my, my aunt to come and look after her for the day. So it's like, you know, it's really sad because that's the... I, I, I see her, I can see she's tired and I feel bad for complaining about I'm tired yeah. when I know that she hasn't ever complained or said, oh, I I do it on my own. So when I hear people at work complaining, mm -hmm. like other parents who I know mm -hmm. can get the help, but just refuse to get the help because they don't want to have someone else look after their kids because they're pedantic about you know the way they do yeah. things yeah I feel so like oh my gosh you know stop complaining and just do what you need to do because everybody has something that they are struggling with yeah. and I'm not saying don't complain what I'm saying is it's just the same people complaining and I never yeah. see any of the ones that actually are struggling really badly complaining about their situation and maybe they don't even think that they're struggling and I just see it like oh wow they really doing it on their own and I really look well, up to single parents because it must be hard like well you're gonna find out pretty soon because yes. you're gonna be a single parent for six months do you want to tell like the viewers yes. a bit about that uh, my husband got a job overseas so he is and it's a very good paying job and so he's going to be going on Tuesday evening at 12 o'clock and I don't know I think I'm feeling a little bit resentful today because he's gone out for mm. a ride with his uh, not with his parents, with his friends. He's going to go on a boys' night tonight. And I just thought, you know, he asked me if it was okay. And yeah. I was like, it's fine. But I would have thought that he would have thought about it by himself without asking me and being like, oh, it's the last Sunday I'll have with my family. Maybe I shouldn't go do all these things. He should have planned it a bit better. Like, okay, I have a whole week before. But, you know, mm -hmm. his friends are busy too. And I just think that, you know, he's friends with people whose wives don't work. So they are completely got a different dynamic at home. And yeah. I've tried to explain this to him. Like, we both work. We both give 50-50 in our relationship. 
-hmm. it's not like oh you make all the money so you can go out and be a little bit selfish i'm not saying he doesn't get to have any time to himself what i'm saying is he always compares the situation to his friends who are that don't do anything with their families and their families have to like schedule the if anything around their schedule not you know their kids like you know and so i was like that's fine for them because he makes all the money the wife kind of schedules things and that's their life but for us we don't have the luxury to be like oh okay we'll go away here for a week and you go and cycle the whole time and i'll be with the kid no, I was like, I have to work. So like when you schedule things, I have to make sure we have childcare. So Kira gets fetched at a certain time. Like he doesn't think of these things. And I think most yeah. men probably don't because, you know, the the wife does do everything. But I was just saying to him, like, so we can't keep co- not comparing, but saying, oh, but, you know, this person does it like this. So I think it's fine if we do it like this. I'm like, no, no, because... it should be what works for your family. Yeah, I was like, Every because family's different. So he's gotten better at that, but now today I just feel a bit irritated because I've woken up and like Kira's Tired. sick, and I asked him mm. last week to take Kira to the doctor because she already had a cough, and he's like, no, I'm not gonna, I, I'm gonna send her to school. I have a lot of things I need to get done. And she wasn't like, oh, had a temperature, but I did say you are home today. You're going to get things done. Might as well just take her to the doctor, get her checked out. And then if you want, you can send her to school late. But no, instead he got all his stuff done and then it ends up being my responsibility. I'm not saying that, oh, he should always take her. It's always me. I'm like, oh, she's sick. So I'll take her on, you know, a Saturday or Sunday morning when Mm. I would like to do my thing. So I just feel like it always ends up that the mom or the person who knows how how the child's life is you don't want her to go to school sick the next day because you know that i have got to go to work and if she needs to stay home i'm gonna have to call someone in and i don't really have an option all on your own really soon right so it's gonna be six months of yeah having him to rely on yeah so i'm like really anxious about it i've spoken to a school her teacher has been really nice she was like Mm. you can drop her off at 6 50 at my house and then I'll take her home with me on the days that you can't fetch her in time when school ends and then fetch her from my house, which is fine. That's I, so I, nice. Yeah. I spoke to her about our situation and she completely understands. Um, and we're very lucky. But it's like a teacher that I don't even know. So I'm dropping off my, I'm like putting my um, trust. Trust. Thank you. That we're into somebody mm-hmm. that I've yeah. not, I've only met once or two times. I've spoken to her. And she that sounds really nice. And then I hear people that I know, like parents that I know that won't leave their kid with anybody because they're so worried about something going wrong. And I'm just like, you can't always worry about what's going to go wrong because in the world today, there are things that's going to happen and there are bad things and good things. But when you don't have an option, you just need to do it and hope for the best. And I do think about like, oh my gosh, like all these horror things in my head but I try yeah. to just be positive that's why I we have a some friends that like they will send their kids to daycare but they won't have a babysitter because they just don't feel comfortable and I'm like I would prefer to meet a babysitter than to send my child to daycare if yeah, I had the I would, option but especially at Kira's age 
um the older Jarvis gets the more comfortable I feel yeah. leaving him with people um but especially Kira's age and she's so um she's very vocal and she communicates very well and she's very articulate so if I had Kira as a child I would feel comfortable putting her in some in in care of a teacher or someone else because I know if if you do something that I'm not going to like I'm going to hear about it yeah because Kira will tell you straight away you know when I said to her about how was her trip in South Africa and she mentioned you know, people were shouting at her a lot and things like that. And she was just like, well, these people kept telling me what to do and shouting at me. Like she'll, she will tell you if she doesn't like something because she's very strong minded. So you've raised her well enough to be able to trust her in situations. Yeah. So for me, um, I'm happy find out. that she's not yeah. younger, but you know, when she was younger, I did feel that anxiety and all that. Yeah. Like, And I'd have to sit at work with this anxiety and just deal with it and like it's I said to you the other day, like hard. I, I went for a walk and I saw the kindergarten near my house and I loved it. And one of the main reasons I loved it was because you could look in the windows and I could see the children in their classes. So they had like wooden bar kind of things on the windows. It was like an artistic kind of like way to decorate the windows, but you could still see in. And in Taiwan, that's so rare to be able to look in a classroom and see in. And yeah. I like that because it shows me they've got nothing to hide. Yeah. They don't care if mums and dads can see in the class. They don't care if mums and dads are walking by or going in the school. And I really like that. Yeah. And I looked in as I was walking and, you know, the kids were all sat around a teacher and she was reading a book. And then there was another kid sat with a teacher and she was brushing her hair. And I was like, this seems like a really nice environment. Um, I don't know. I still need to go to the school and check it out. But that's the kind of thing I like. I don't yes. like things to be hidden because it's like, yes. what are you hiding? And, and come on, guys. Don't you want we've worked in schools here. We know. We've seen yeah. it. We've seen the way they treat children here. And I'm not going to say how they do it because I don't want to get into trouble, especially with any schools that I've worked at. Definitely not talking about um, the school that both of us work at. I'm talking about like the younger. Yeah. With the young. At the our school, they're actually really good. We're not allowed to our do Our school's anything. really yeah. good yeah. with the, the way that they treat the children. Yeah. Very they good treat them that. very well. So I'm like, you yeah. know, I, I do know that if I had Kira at the school I'd be very comfortable with it I just think uh, yeah. Kira is just too much of a outspoken little thing and she has too much personality not that they don't have personality she just is not something that you can control so I need her to be in an environment where she can be free and herself so you know yeah. she's at the school across the street and she's she really it. loving it um but yeah I just yeah I but don't know then if you were a single mom you don't have this option of worrying where your child is or who they're going with. You just have to go with one, what you can afford and what works best with your timing. And I look back at my mum and how young she was and what she had to deal with and how different my life is, but also how tired I am and how if I had to do what she had to do, I I don't know how she did it. I mean, you just do, don't you? You just do yeah. it, right? But it's it must have been really, really difficult. And... I'm in such a privileged position where I could afford help if I needed it. I have a husband that helps me and I don't have to work right now. I can just look after my son. I don't know how they did it. And then with your mum, like she the looked mum off... guilt she must have had as well. No, well, she has a lot of mum guilt now. She always says, sorry, sometimes I feel bad because my mom will be looking at pictures of when I was little and I can see mm. her get really emotional and hold my hand and say, sorry, I wasn't there when you were growing up. Or, sorry, I didn't push you on the swings. Like, if 
I'm being serious. I don't think any of my school people, like I went to the same school, has ever met my parents ever. They, and they've never yeah. been to a single like show. Like if there was a show at school, my parents were never there. So it's like, and I don't think that much. I didn't really care. Like it doesn't bother me because this is what I'm used to. But I do yeah. see my mom get really emotional and I try to make her not feel bad. So I'll say to her like, it's fine. I don't feel upset about it. Like I really don't. I don't want you to have these things, but having my own child, there are like when I, because I've missed her stuff because I have to work so much, but my husband goes, mm. one of us will always be able to go. Um, it makes me sad. I'm like, this is So what's going to happen when now, now your husband's away if she has a show or something and you're at work? So, okay. So I have a friend coming to my best friend that I grew up with is coming for three months here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for holiday so this is another thing because i did tell somebody else um at work that she's coming to help me out but she's not actually coming to help me out she's doing me a favor by staying with me and she's going to be on holiday so when I, when they're right. like oh but you have your friend coming so it's fine you know you can still like go to the work stuff we have a lot of things that we have to do at work recently and i just looked at them and i was just like she's not here to be like my slave she's here to be on holiday she's doing this for yeah. favor if i say to her mm. oh you need to do this and this she's going to get upset because she's going to think i'm, I'm tired just, it's it's tiring like a, looking after a child you don't want her I was to like, be like yeah. drained and also go back and tell people oh i went to go visit my best friend that i grew up, like we've been friends since we were 3 and she just mm. treated me like a like Nanny. a like a nanny and you know bossed me around so i was like this is not it's not okay to have that mentality that thought. it's not like when your friends here you're going to be like okay can you take care of because i'm going to go out and have a couple of drinks and a meal with cat yeah do you know what i mean uh, yeah it's like you've still got kira to think about like but i was you don't just have like it's not that type like when people say that to me it upsets me because i'm like she's a human mm-hmm. being I wouldn't even do that to my babysitter. With our babysitter, we try to come home at a good time and we go out for two hours maybe. We'll never make someone stay past like 11 p.m. or even 10.30. I'm like, we're coming we're coming home. Because I just think it's just so rude to just expect people just because you're paying them to like stay and, you know, leave, you know, mistreat them almost. I'm not saying people who do. I'm just saying that's my personality. I don't like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, she's not coming just to help me. She actually said, I have this time. I've never been to Taiwan and I know that you're going to be alone. So why don't I come stay with you? And I can also go sightseeing and doing everything because I have to work, I, I, you know, and Kira's going to go to school. And she'll like, and then I can help you take Kira to school and fetch her because I know that you, it doesn't, it clashes with your times, which is great. I appreciate it so much. I just don't want it to be like, oh, you know, oh, she's here just to look after Kira. So, you can come out now and do all these things with work functions and stay out mm-hmm. late and, mm-hmm. you know, not be part of your kid's life. Like I told my mom that I had a child to be part of my child's life, not because yeah. I had a child because I wanted a kid, but didn't want the responsibility of, you know, all these extra things that come with having but, a kid. Oh, But what's really irritating about Taiwan is they expect you to go to these work functions, but they're not paying you for it. Yeah. It's just, oh, you're obligated to go. But actually, you don't have to go. You can yeah. say no. Like, I'll be honest, I would say no. 
I'll be like, I'll, I I'll already, be at home. I'm, I already said something at work. And I, tomorrow I'm going to go into work and talk to my supervisor about it just because mm. I am going to be alone for the next few months. And I need to be open and be like, if my kid gets sick. There's no mm. obligation. There's nothing in your contract. And, There's nothing that says you have to go. The only thing is it's slightly frowned upon. But who cares if it's slightly frowned upon? Like you have to put yourself first and your worth first and your boundaries need to be put in place. Yeah. I'm telling you, if I was there, I would turn around and say, I can't go. I wish the new chairman good luck and, and happiness or all of that. I'm happy to meet him at work. But outside of work, I don't have the time to give you that time. Yeah, that is not your time. That is my family's time. I won't be attending the meal. Yeah, Do it during work hours. You can't, it's just, it's very Asian, you know, to like expect to do all of these things. And it's just, even like the Christmas works do, it's frowned upon if you don't go to that. I and know. And it's just like, but sometimes people don't have the time to do that. We have families and we have a life outside of work. Um, I'm sorry, but that is something that I would definitely not be going to if yeah. I was still part of the company. But you know, and then they they make you, and then they bring it up every five minutes, and that just and that's fine. Me. Let them bring it up. Irritate just... yourself, exhaust yourself bringing it up because it's in one ear and out the other with me. Because I'm here to to be a good teacher, and that's what I'm going to focus on. Yeah. So you can chat your shit, but I'm going to be doing what I, I'm going to be doing. Like, yeah. you can't expect it. It's not fair. It's not fair, especially for single parents, especially just for families. Like, not you even work so many I'm like, hours. what about the single people? No wonder they're single. They don't have time yeah, to, like, let them go, go out and do their thing. Good God. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. 